Hi, I'm Harry Whodunit, Kid Detective. I solve mysteries, and this is another amazing mystery. sitting in the bleachers with all my fellow students. It was an all-win situation, an all-school assembly. You see, if it was a great assembly, I get an hour of free entertainment. And if it was a bad assembly, I still miss history class. He can't lose. Mrs. Arley's vice principal was introducing different students with announcements. The standard stuff, club meetings, basketball tryouts, science club field trip. Then came Noah James. Auditions for the school play will be held in room E4 in one week. Since the school auditorium is being renovated and the gym is being decorated for the dance, the play will be performed at Farmer Taylor's barn. Farmer Taylor says if our play is a success, he'll donate the barn to the school as a regular theater. When's the play? Well, Farmer Taylor's getting a big truckload of hay on Saturday the 21st. That'll fill the barn, so the play will have to be performed on Friday night the 20th. The 20th? That's the night of the school beach bash and bonfire. Yeah, I know, but that's the only night we can do the play. And if we do it any earlier, we won't have time to rehearse. And if we do it any later, we won't have a place. Well, no one's going to go to your stupid play when we've got a beach bash the same night. You're going to have more people in the play than in the audience. Kids, 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 settle down. Let Noah continue. Anyway, if you're interested, see me after the assembly. Thank you, Noah. And now Leslie Gunderot would like to show us her slides of her visit to the Pomegranate Growers Convention. Leslie? So Noah, what's this play all about? Is it like Star Wars? Oh, hi Harold. No, it's about a boy and his dad who read in the paper that a ship from Europe carrying a famous circus troupe is lost at sea. Rad! Some Circus of the Stars action! Anyway, they take their boat and go searching for them, and they discover that the circus boat has crashed against the rocks on a nearby island. So, the boy and his dad mount a daring rescue operation to save the circus people and all the animals. Wow, that sounds intense. I'd like to try out. Great! Here's a script. You don't mind missing the beach bash? No, I don't like them. Last year, some of Slugger slime balls threw me in the water. I had to slosh all the way home. Hi, Noah. I'm interested in being in your play. Terrific, Cindy. Here's a script for you, too. Thanks. Gee, I hope I get the part. I tried out for the part of Cinderella two years ago, and I got turned down. Well, I'm sure you'll do fine, Cindy. I hope so. Hey, Harry, you gonna try out for the school play? Sorry, I can't make it. Going to the beach bash? Nah, that's not it. Fridays are usually pretty busy being a kid detective and all. Besides, acting's not for me. Aw, uh, come on, give it a try. Nah, you're not gonna put makeup on this kisser. Wait, you're in Woodshop, aren't you? You could be the stage manager. You could help build the sets. Stage manager, huh? I like the sound of that. Kinda like the Tommy Lasorda of the theater crowd. I'll think about it, but uh, no promises, okay? Good enough. Hey, Noah, I'd like a copy of your play. <laughs> Really? You're gonna try out? He probably wants a copy to throw on his bonfire. Quiet, dweeb. I just want to prove how crazy you are. Let me see. <laughs> Cast of characters. One, two, three, four leads, and then 17 animals, 21 characters? You're nuts if you think you're gonna get 21 students to do your stupid play. I'll get them. What you gonna do? Hire your mom's bingo club? <laughs> Besides that, Harold, what are you doing in Noah's play? 
Doesn't your dad own the dunes where we're having the beach bash? Yeah, he owns the dunes. What are you getting at, slugger? Well, it seems to me it'd be a lot better for your dad money-wise if the play was a flop and the beach bash was a big success. Yeah. Maybe you're not really in Noah's play to help Noah, but to help your dad. Yeah. Maybe you're planning on sabotaging. Look, my dad wants me to be in the play. He loves the theater and he wants me to be a great actor. Besides, the dunes are doing just great. My dad doesn't need my help or your money, slugger. Sure, sure, that's what you say. Anyway, everybody's going to the bonfire. How do you know, slugger? Because, airhead, I'm heading the committee. I've collected 10 bucks non-refundable from almost every kid in school to pay for hot dogs and stuff. It's gonna be the raddest night this school's ever had. And Noah's having his dumb play the same night. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet even Super Snoop here's coming to the beach bash, right, Harry? Nope, I won't be there. Why? You look dumb in swim trunks? No, I'm gonna be stage manager for Noah's play. What? Thanks, Harry. Don't mention it, pal. Suit yourself, but you're gonna be missing one great night. I'm even gonna give kids rides on my new speed racer bike. 50 cents a ride on the dunes. And you guys will be sitting in some empty barn with a barn rat for an audience. <laughs> barn rat? I thought you weren't coming, slugger. Why, you... Listen, Noah, I'd advise you to do a one-man show. That way you'll have enough people to play the parts. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get a cast. As a matter of fact, we need someone to play a big dumb ape. You'd be perfect, slugger. Why, I oughta... Okay, slugger, back off. We don't want any trouble here. Some people have a chip on their shoulder. Slugger had a whole lumber yard. All right, for now, but I'll be back. Come on, gang, let's go. <laughs> Boy, no, it's too bad that you can only do your play on the night of the beach bash. Harry, I don't know if you'll understand this, but when I started writing this play, I asked for God's guidance. I wanted to do a play about, well, faith and courage against tough odds. I still have a couple of rewrites, but I think I've written a pretty good play. Then when the school said there couldn't be a play this year, I prayed again, and God guided me to the barn, the school approved, and here we are. I figure if God's brought me this far, he'll make it all work out. I pray every day too, Noah, so I know exactly where you're coming from. I'm behind you 100%. Thanks, Harry. A few days later, everyone met on the school lawn for lunch and to practice their lines. I was there too to get some ideas for the set. I felt real sorry for Noah. There was only five of us. Me, Noah, Harold, Cindy, and a friend of mine, Larry Finkel. Finkel had written the school play last year. It was a terrible play and a pretty big flop. I thought he was being a pretty good sport being in Noah's play this year. But there were barely enough of us for basketball, let alone the parts in Noah's play. These kids would cover the main characters, but who would play the circus animals? Noah needed 17 more kids. We needed a miracle. Oh sure, maybe the school would decide to start bussing again, but don't hold your breath. So, Cindy, how come you decided to skip the bonfire and do Noah's play? Ugh, salami sandwich. I hate salami. Anyone want to trade? Well, Larry, I live in the country, and we keep a bunch of stray dogs, cats, and stuff out there. Noah's play is mostly about animals, and I love animals. Ugh, grape jelly sandwich. I hate grape jelly. Trade your grape jelly sandwich for your salami sandwich, Larry. No thanks. I'll stick to salami. At least my mom gave me some blueberries. I'll trade my apple for one of your Twinkies, Harold. You couldn't? No way. I only got five of them. Well, don't eat them all in one place. <laughs> yeah, Harold. You eat too many of those things, you'll get so fat you'll be taking your showers at a car wash. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, gang, let's get our scripts out. The first line is yours, Cindy. Uh, I don't need this script. I think I can remember it. Let me see. Yeah, I remember. Help! Someone help me! There's a dog over here who has a broken leg. Harold, you've got the next line. <laughs> Harold, put the Twinkie down. Hey, I gotta keep up my strength. Oh, okay. Where are you? I can't see you in the door. Not door, dark. Oh, oh, I, I can't see you in the dark. Just work your way towards my voice. Okay, just keep spraying. No, Harold, not spraying, speaking. Oh, oh yeah, I knew that. I was just at living. Dustin Hoffman does that. It's gonna be a long rehearsal. Okay, good rehearsal, gang. Let's break it up for now. You know, the last scene's a little rough. I think it'll need a rewrite. Tomorrow's Saturday. We're gonna meet over at Taylor's Barn at one o'clock. You'll get a chance to see how Harry's set's coming along, and I'll have the final scene rewritten. Okay, gang? Sure, right. I'll be there. Harry, why don't you and I meet around 12.30? I want to go over a couple things. Sure thing, pal. Noah, I hate to bring this up, but how in the world are we gonna pull off this play? There aren't enough of us. Yeah, and the play's only a week away. You let me worry about that. Thanks for sticking with it. I know we're all getting razzed by the kids at school. It takes a lot to keep the faith, so, well, thanks. We all patted Noah on the back. He was taking on a project the size of the Empire State Building, and Noah was no King Kong. After school, I was at the bike rack when I noticed Slugger on his way home. I thought he said he had a new bike. That was the same old one he always rode. Maybe he meant he was going to get a new bike. But how? It wasn't his birthday. His birthday was last September. Who could forget it? Willie McElroy dumped a deep dish chocolate nutty over his head. Slugger was picking nuts out of his ears for a week. Hmm. Oh well, I thought. Put it in your head file, Harry. You're too suspicious. The next day at 12.30, I met Noah at Taylor's barn backstage. Help me with these new scripts, Harry. They're heavy. Let's just set them down here. Come on, I want to show you something. Well, what do you think? It's great! The boat looks awesome, and so does the background. It looks like a real tropical island. Thanks, Noah. I got a little more to do, but it's coming along. I hate to bring this up, but I'm going to need some more money for paint. I do some of my own money, but I'm flat broke. I've got $12 more budgeted for sets. That'd be enough? Mm, that might make it. If not, I'll use my kid brother's crayons. Now, we still need to fix up the big holes in the barn roof, and I set this part aside for refreshments. Boy. Money's gonna be tight, but if nothing goes wrong... Well, just keep giving it to the Lord. Hi, Noah. Hi, guys. Hi, Hi, Harry. We're ready for rehearsal. Right on time, guys. I got the new script with the final scene rewritten in the back. You guys are gonna love this ending. Wow, great scenery, Harry. Thanks. And wait until you see how this backdrop works. I just pull this rope and... The rope broke in my hands and the backdrop I've been working on for three days came crashing down like a boxer in the ring with Mike Tyson. Oh, no! The rope must have been old. I'll have to see if I can put this back together, but, well, we've lost at least a day, guys. Great, that's all we need. And maybe a little more money. Harry, you can't get blood from a turnip. He's right, you know. I tried it once. Although you can get a rash from certain chemical additives. But, but that's a whole different thing. Well, the show must go on. Here are the new scripts. Everybody take one. We'll start with the last scene on page 20. Let's take our places on the stage. Cindy, you're stage right. Larry, stage left. And Harold, you're sitting on that chair. Okay. Ow! Oh, I, th I think I hurt myself. The chair busted. I knew he shouldn't have eaten that last Twinkie. Noah, I think you made a mistake on my script. Page 20 is blank. Hey, so's mine. Maybe it's a silent scene. What? 
Mine is blank too. What's going on? Maybe the copier was on the blink. I checked every script myself before I came. I put them on my bike rack and came straight here. The only time they left my side is when I set them down backstage. How can we rehearse without a finished script? If I didn't know any better, I'd say someone was trying to sabotage our play. I think you're right, Larry. This chair leg didn't break because Harold had too many Twinkies. It was sawed almost all the way through. There's even sawdust here on the floor. Great. The last scene is missing, the scenery's messed up, we only have three days left, and somebody's trying to make sure this play doesn't go on. Looks like Harry Whodunit's got another case. I gathered up all the phony scripts. I figured whoever switched them for the real thing might have left some clue. I plan on checking them out later after I did my homework. I hit the bricks. On my way home, I stopped by my office. I needed some information from Glitch. In case you don't know it, Glitch is my airhead computer, but sometimes he helps. I punched him up. Uh, hi, Harry. We got a new case? That's right, Glitch. It's a school play. This is great, Harry. Showbiz is my life. Did I ever tell you that I was up for the role of R2-D2? <laughs> no, you didn't, but let's get to work, okay? I need some info. How many students at Sunnyville School? Okay, well, let me see now. There's a Ricky Danube, <laughs> that's one. Uh, Sally Turner, uh, that's two. Uh, a Bill, a Bill. Uh, what was his last name? Uh, Can't you speed it up a little, Glitch? I'd like to get this finished before I grow a beard and my teeth and hair fall out. Sure, Harry. Uh, let's see. There's uh, a 932 students, uh, but but 1,864 pupils. <laughs> what? Get it? Every student has two pupils. Get it? Pupils in the eyes. <laughs> That's a joke. Glitch. Let's just get back to the case, okay? Oh, sorry, Harry. But I told you, show business my life. Now most of the students are registered for the beach bash. If every one of them had two hot dogs, a couple of cokes, and a few marshmallows. How much would they expect to spend? Harry, I'm a computer, not a cash register. <sighs> Come on, Glitch. I'm not even in the union. Glitch? Okay, okay. $3.75. Slugger's collecting $10 a head, so if almost every student would spend $3.75 on junk food, that would come to... About $3,728. No, Glitch, it comes to $3,750 exactly. <laughs> I said about... $10 a head, on the other hand, comes to... $9,320. A difference of... $5,570. <laughs> How much does it cost to rent the dunes for the beach bash? $5,200. That's a difference of... <laughs> 370 buccarinos, Harry! I gotta make a quick phone call to raise toys. Harry, I was just kidding! You're not gonna replace me with a cash register, are you? Hello, raise toys? Tell me it isn't true, Harry! Please! Oh, please! Yeah, I was wondering, could you tell me the price of a speed racer bike? <gasps> and that's with tax and everything, huh? Thanks. How much, Harry? Exactly, $370. Looks like our friend Slugger was gonna use a little of the student's money to buy himself a new bike. That's why he was charging $10 instead of 8 or 9 like last year. He had it figured out to the last penny. And since us kids in the play aren't going to the bash, charging the kids 50 cents for bike rides on the dunes would give Slugger the extra money needed to make up the $370. And knowing Slugger, he may be up to more than that. Thanks, Glitch. You're welcome, Harry. And if you need some more actors, uh, I do a great Tom Cruise. You ever seen him with his hair kind of slicked back? Oh, perfect. I began examining the four phony scripts. They all had blank pages instead of the final scene, and all the pages were clean and white, except one. On the corner near the top of the page was a purple mark. It looked like paint. 
kind I was using to paint the flowers on the scene. Could some set paint have accidentally gotten on this page somehow? Maybe. But what did it mean, if anything? This was a job for the professor, my friend and advisor. He was the only one who could analyze evidence. Well, the only one without going to a high-priced laboratory. And face it, I was broke and in no mood to start collecting aluminum cans. That evening at the professor's. <laughs> I'm afraid you'll have to run several tests on this mark, Harry. <laughs> Whatever you have to do, professor. You see, if you only want to know what it was, it wouldn't take long. But to know the exact time this much was made, well, that's, that's a quite a bit more difficult. By the way, how's the play going? So you know about the play? <laughs> the world gets around! I know Farmer Taylor very well. As a boy over from Germany, I played often in the same bonds that you're using for your play. <laughs> well, I feel bad for Noah. We're running into a few snakes. Your Noah sounds like the Noah of the Bible. God told him to build his ark, and the people laughed. Kind of like the kids are laughing at Noah for doing this play. Yes, but one day the rains came and... Well, you shall read the story for yourself. I think it might help you in this case. I'll do that. Well, gotta go, Professor. Ach, the lieber, Harry, I hope you brought an umbrella. It's going to rain tonight. Yeah, I remember you telling me that a week ago. Professor, you're not only a scientist and a Bible scholar, you're a weatherman. Not a weatherman, Harry, but I've made studies and experiments in weather patterns. I'm often able to predict long before the TV weatherman. <laughs> well, so long, Prof. Oh, by the way, I almost forgot to ask. I'm building sets for the play and my hammer's too small. Mind if I pick up one from your tool shed on the way out? No! I mean, uh... What's wrong, Professor? I, I, I've got one here in my desk. Here, take this one. Okay, uh, thanks, Professor. I'll see you around. God bless you, my boy. And I feel insane. <laughs> the Professor sure was acting strange. I hadn't brought my raincoat, but I did have my flashlight. The professor didn't want me in his tool shed, but I just had to take a look. I followed the flashlight beam through the dark at night out to the back. I quietly opened the shed. Pretty normal. A hoe, a lawnmower, a weed whacker, a rake hanging on the wall, a saw. Wait, what's this? Fresh sawdust on the saw. I heard the door creak behind me, and the words Phantom of the Barn flashed across my mind. I wasn't alone in the shed. going through my mind just then. The professor knew about the play. He knew about Taylor's barn. And when I said I was going to the shed, he practically jumped out of his lab coat. Someone had cut the leg of the chair with a handsaw, and now here was fresh sawdust on the professor's saw. But there wasn't a motive. Why would the professor do something like sabotage in Noah's play? The professor is one of the greatest guys I know. He did more neat things for people than I could ever list, but he never wanted him to know it was him. He didn't want any of the glory. That's the kind of guy he was. So why would he sabotage the play? He couldn't hate theater that much. No, there had to be another explanation. I spent the next few days doing what most kids do, going to school, doing my homework, and trying to keep on my parents' good side. I read the story of Noah, and I also worked on the sets out at the barn. Whoever had sabotaged us hadn't struck again. I guess the Phantom of the Barn figured he'd messed us up enough, but why? If the Phantom of the Barn was Slugger, why would he bother? Almost everybody was planning on going to the Beach Bash anyway. Then again, if Noah got discouraged and called off the play, that would give Slugger exactly what he wanted. 
the best attended beach bash in Sunnyville school history, with an extra guarantee of no competition from the school play. Slugger wanted the glory. That's the kind of guy he was. I decided not to report Slugger for the money ripoff yet. I wanted to watch him for a while to see just what he was up to. Tonight was the play and we still didn't have anyone to play the animals. Even worse, not one ticket had been sold. The cast met again at lunchtime. Well, Noah, are we gonna call it off? Of course not, Cindy. We've come this far, we're gonna go all the way. By the way, my mom says I can take that stray dog. Great, my dad said I couldn't take in one more stray. I've got too many. This town could really use a good animal shelter. You said it. What about you, Harry? Want a dog or a cat? No thanks, I already got a little brother. What about you, Larry? Nah, I got a snail. I'm trying to teach him to sit up and beg. You got anything a little more exotic, Cindy? I got a sheep and a pig available. I'm allergic to wool. And the only way I want to see bacon is next to a side of hash browns. You're mean. I'm just a realist. Besides, my dad says if the Dunes make a lot of money this year, he's going to buy me a poodle. A poodle? Yeah, a poodle. All the movie stars have poodles. Pink ones, some of them are rainbow colors. Well, tonight's the night, guys. We'll meet at 5 o'clock at the barn. The play starts at 7.30, so that should give us time for makeup, costumes, and to run through your set changes, Harry. I'll be there. Well, well, there they are. Noah and his sinking boats. <laughs> I can't believe you're still planning to do that dumb play. You guys are the laughing stock of the whole school. Besides, that barn roof is full of big holes. The place is a mess. How'd you know that, Slugger? Well, uh, I went over there the other day to check it out. You sure you didn't do more than check it out? I don't know what you're talking about, Harry. There was usually one way I could tell if Slugger was lying. His lips moved. But I wasn't so sure he was lying now. I do know it's gonna be a beautiful night for a bonfire and beach bash. Yeah. I wouldn't be so sure about that. Look at those clouds coming in! Hey, the weatherman said it was gonna be as clear as the fact that Harold's a doofus. Weatherman can be wrong. Not about Harold. <laughs> On the way home, I stopped off at the professors to get the evidence results. But before I got to the professors, I'd gone over in my mind the Phantom of the Barn suspects. Any one of them could have been the Phantom. Of course, there was Slugger. He had a motive, and he was at the barn the day everything was sabotaged. Larry Finkel's play had flopped last year. Maybe he was jealous of Noah and wanted his play to flop too. That would make Finkel a suspect. Harold's dad owned the dunes. If Harold really did want to sabotage Noah's play to help his dad out, he could be the fan. Cindy had been turned down for the part of Cinderella in the school play two years ago. If she was still mad about it and wanted to get back at somebody, anybody, that somebody could be Noah. I'd already ruled out my friend the professor as a suspect. Still, there was a lot of evidence against him including the sawdust on the saw and the professor's strange behavior. He was off my list and not out of my mind. That left Noah himself. But surely Noah wouldn't have any reason to sabotage his own play, or would he? But I had another theory, and it pointed to one prime suspect. The test results would tell me if I was right or wrong. I opened up the evidence results and saw right away that the professor had really come through. Not only had he identified the purple smudge, but he'd said the time it was made at 12 noon on Tuesday. I remembered where I was at that time, and now I knew who had sabotaged the play. What I didn't know exactly was why. A few hours later, I was on my way to the barn. I wore my raincoat and hat because it was starting to rain big time. It was almost showtime. We still didn't have anyone to play the animals. Noah had told us to expect a miracle. Yep, that's what we need, all right, Lord, I pray. A miracle.
Noah, Larry, and I met backstage. Cindy and Harold hadn't shown up yet. Now let's just hope this weather doesn't keep people away. Oh no! What about the big holes in the roof? It's the strangest thing. This morning I came by to take one last look at the scenery and I couldn't believe my eyes. Someone had fixed the entire roof. <laughs> what's, what's so funny, Harry? The professor. He calculated this weather and he knew about the holes. That's why there was fresh sawdust on his saw. He was fixing the barn roof. But why didn't he just tell us? That's just a professor. He doesn't want any glory. <laughs> what a guy. What in the world is that? It's coming from out front. Let's go. The three of us ran out onto the stage. There was a sight as memorable as the time my Uncle Ralph fell over the Christmas tree. Dogs, cats, goats, pigs, all kinds of animals running loose around the barn. It looked like Sesame Street on a day off. The Phantom of the Barn has struck again. We've been sabotaged. What are we going to do with all these animals? Noah, I think we just found the rest of our cast. No way. They don't even know their lines. Larry. You're right, Harry. This is the best cast we could have. Live animals. Where God guides, God provides. Backstage with 15 minutes till curtain time, I called the whole cast together. Cindy and Harold had finally shown up. The animals in the barn had turned my hunch into a sure thing. I no longer had any doubts as to why the play had been sabotaged. I got something to tell all of you. We got to settle one last problem. Don't tell me, let me guess. The animals are holding out for top belling. No, the Phantom of the Barn. One of us standing here is the Phantom. One of us? Who? Who would sabotage the play? It wasn't me. My hands never left my body. I mean it. Does everybody remember where we were last Tuesday at noon? Of course. We were all eating lunch together. Ugh, I hate grape jelly. Trade your grape jelly for your salami sandwich, Larry. No thanks, I'll stick to salami. At least my mom gave me blueberries. Remember, Noah, when you asked the guys to take out their scripts and read the final scene? Yeah, I asked Cindy to read the first line. Cindy, I noticed when you took out your play and you opened that page, you looked startled. No, I was just a little nervous about doing a good job. Also, I just remembered that I already knew my lines. That's why I closed the script and did my lines from memory. That's not why you look startled or close the script so fast. You'd gotten that script out of your backpack. You thought you had the real script, but you got a phony script out by mistake, which you knew when you opened it up to the final scene and found the blank page you put in it. As a matter of fact, you had three more phony scripts inside your backpack. What are you saying, Carrie? Sammy's a phantom of the park. How'd you find out? The smudge mark turned out to be grape jelly from your sandwich. Then you showed up at the barn the next day before Noah and I got there. You cut the rope, saw the chair, and switched your phony scripts with the real ones, after we'd set them down backstage. You were trying to discourage Noah from doing his play. Your final sabotage was letting the stray animals into the barn a few minutes ago. Maybe you should finish the story. Well, you've probably already guessed, Harry, but the stray animals were only partly a sabotage. Yeah, I figured. I had to get them out of this storm anyway, and this was the only place to put them. But why, Cindy? What does our play have to do with stray animals? Noah, this town needs an animal shelter, but no one will do anything about it. I was going to talk to Farmer Taylor about using his barn for a shelter when I found out at the school assembly that he had already promised that if the play was a success, he was going to donate the barn to the school for all their plays. The only thing left to do was to sabotage the play, you'd give up, and then I'd stand a chance of getting the barn for the animals. But you didn't give up. Why didn't you just tell me? I would have tried to help. No, you had too much to prove to the school. I didn't think you'd ever give up doing the play. So I took some radical steps to get you to quit. 
Now, I'm sorry for everything. I really am. Please forgive me. Hey, only ten minutes till curtain time! Oh my goodness! Cindy, we'll talk about this after the play. You mean, you still want me in the play? I sure do! What you did was wrong, but you did it for the animals and I can understand that. So, yeah, I still want you in the play. Guys, you won't believe it! The place is packing out! It is? Yes. The gang and I ran out to the front of the barn, put it on pause. There in the pouring rain, under hundreds of umbrellas of every size and color, was a line of kids as far as I could see. They were grabbing tickets like they were winning lottery numbers. And if that wasn't cool enough, there at the box office, handing out tickets by the handful, was the last guy I thought I'd see tonight. Slugger. Slugger, what are you doing here? What about the beach bash? It was rained out. That serves me right. I was pretty creepy to you, and, well, I'm sorry. But now it looks like the crowds are really lining up. Your play's gonna be a hit after all. But, Slugger, you're giving the tickets away. Are you going crazy? Well, with all the money I made from the bash, I figured I'd treat the school to the play. Wouldn't be fair to pocket all the money. Besides, I don't want everyone to think I'm a creep. Slugger, you said all the money. Does that mean no new bike? How'd you know? Ah, never mind. Harry Whodunit always knows. Nah, I didn't buy the bike. I couldn't do it. I'm making a clean break from the promotion business. I still don't know what I'm gonna do with all those hot dogs and sodas. I looked at Noah and he looked at me. It was one of those times when the back of your neck kinda tingles, except you don't have a medical problem. We both said at the same time, When, when God, God guides, God, God provides. provides. Well, we got our food and drink for tonight. Hey, yeah, this is working out great for you, isn't it? Five minutes till curtain time, guys. Let's have a word of prayer. Good idea. All of us held hands in the circle and prayed, thanking God for working everything out. Cindy and Slugger asked for God's forgiveness, and then suddenly it was time to take the stage. The play went on, and what a blast. It was a fantastic hit. Backstage, everyone was smiling, like when our math teacher canceled the math test. Great job, guys. The kids loved it. Yeah. Standing ovation. Next stop, Broadway. Four curtain calls. Even the animals got roses. Hey, you were great, Cindy. Thanks. Hey, Cindy, come here. I got something I want to tell you. Yeah? I just got off the phone with Farmer Taylor. I told him I'd give him the money we earned tonight to build an animal shelter next door here to the school playhouse. He said he always thought this town needed an animal shelter, so he's gonna donate the property and the materials and use the money to feed the animals. Oh, Noah, I don't know how to thank you. No, I do. I'm gonna name the new animal barn after you. You are? Yeah. I'm gonna call it Noah's Ark. So the Phantom of the Barn mystery goes into the file mark solved. I think I understand now a little bit more about the tough odds the Bible Noah was up against. He was a pretty courageous guy and a good example to all his kids. He built his boat, uh, I should say ark, when there wasn't a cloud in the sky, and the people laughed at him. Why did he do it? Well, let me tell you, it wasn't so as he could take a pleasure cruise of the Bahamas. I mean, with all those animals cooped up for 40 days and nights, you can imagine how stinky it was in that ark. Phew. Noah built the ark because God told him to, that's why. And just like God promised, after a while, the rains came down. Well, you know the rest of the story, or maybe you don't. Either way, you ought to read it. Because like Noah, sometimes when we kids do the right thing, the thing God wants us to do, well, other kids aren't always going to understand. They may even laugh at us. It takes faith and courage to stick to our guns and do the right thing anyway. That may mean going against the crowd or those that call themselves our friends. 
Like when somebody wants us to take drugs or expects us to lie or cheat or make fun of somebody or get in a fight or whatever. We find out that the kids that are really our friends are the ones that like us for who we are and won't put the pressure on us to do something we know isn't right. Remember, as God's children, God will give us the strength to go through the tough times and do the right thing. Everything works together for those that love God. You can take that to the bank. So until next time, this is Harry Who Done It saying God bless.